Hi, I'm Owen from Bite Size Irish Gaelic. Welcome to episode 52, Ever a Quagado, of the Bite Size Irish Gaelic podcast. Even if you're alone, learning to speak Irish outside of Ireland, don't despair. Rest assured that there are thousands like you across the globe, all interested in tapping into Ireland's native culture. For all about this podcast, go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast. Today is a special episode in that we have a fairy story for you. Oh yeah, a fairy story. So Mary Murphy, as she's, I don't know how to describe Mary, but she's really interesting. First of all, she's been a past guest on the podcast. When I heard her, I assumed she was Irish, as in she grew up in Ireland. And as it turned out when I interviewed her back, way back on the podcast, she hadn't grown up in Ireland. She was part of an Irish family who she basically grew up in the States. And uh, she's settled in Canada now with her hubby. And Mary's a creative person. She's a singer. Like she was singing uh, just this year, um, just recently at the Kansas City Irish Fest. And Mary is a writer as well. And she publishes books. So she's full of this kind of creative energy. It's what I feel like. I, I feel just being part of Bite Size Irish Gaelic. For me, that's my creative outlet. Maybe you don't see much of it day to day, but it, for me, it kind of goes into the business side of things where you're creating new processes and trying to help other people get stuff done. So we get like, for example, a blog post out to you every couple of weeks. For Mary, it's singing and writing. And what Mary did, she had this uh, children's book, basically. You might call it a children's book, right? But you know, it's easy for us adults to just kind of ignore these stories and move along and not even open our ears to this type of thing. But I did think it was suitable to play one of her stories. So what she had was Away with the Fairies. It's a book that she published. And she came along and just released uh, book two of Away with the Fairies. So I'll tell you more about that at the end. But what we're going to do now is play uh, one of her recorded stories to you. And that story is called Say You Will. And it's a, uh, it's a story about the fairies uh, coming from her book. And I hope you enjoy the listen. And I'll tell you more after the episode if you want to learn more about Mary. Away we go. Chapter 5. Say You Will. Violet and Una, the youngest girls of the Amurhu fairy clan, listened to Mercon the Mouse confess his dilemma. I'm asking your opinions, since you are girls, and would therefore have an idea what would sway Minar towards a yes answer. You see, Mercon was a bashful fellow, who was unsure how to ask Minar the Mouse for her paw in marriage. Una replied, I believe if you mention that you'll keep her supplied with mouse treats, she will be very well pleased. Sure, I agree, said Violet, licking her lips. Promise her loads of chocolate-covered berries, too. The other four Amurhu children gathered round to hear what was being discussed. Mickle said, That's all well and good, you little ones. But mention a honeymoon where you can have a grand adventure. Absolutely, said Ronan. 
a place where you can get tail deep in mud and water. Ah, Ronan, interjected Aveline. What Minar needs is romance. Shower her with rose petals. And there needs to be an air of mystery, added Paulette. Though Merkin appreciated the children's advice, he was not sure that their ideas were proper for the mouse world. He huffed and said, You know what? I must be direct and confident. I am going straight to Minner's house and will simply ask. The children flew with him and then hid behind a row of black currant bushes close to the cottage. Merkin walked up to Minner's front door and knocked boldly upon it. Trouble was, as soon as Minner opened it, Merkin's heart soared and words failed him. Merkin stood silent for a moment, then went down on bended knee to ask for her paw the old-fashioned way. Minner, I wish to make an announcement. But as he knelt, Minner said, Oh, you found it, Merkin, my golden hairpin. Merkin followed Minner's gaze to the welcome mat and eyed the object. He picked it up and handed it to her. Do come in, she said. I have just put the kettle on. Merkin rose from his knee and followed her into the house. An hour later, he sat slumped under the bushes with the fairy children. My words become a jumbled mess when I speak with her. I shall just go home defeated. Paulette put her hand on Merkin's shoulder. I have an idea. Minar has just run a bath. You stand under her window and we shall tell you what to say from here. In other words, we will coach you from the side. You won't be tongue-tied, as we shall do your thinking for you. Merkin thought this a grand idea, and walked to Minar's back window and called her name. Minar replied, I'm in the tub, Merkin. You can return later, or talk to me this way. Merkin backed away, but the children shooed him forward. Minar, I must ask you, Ronan whispered. An important question. An important question, quoted Merkin, winking at Ronan with admiration. Oh, yes? What would that question be, Merkin? Minner asked. Paulette whispered, Life's too short to waste a day. Merkin cocked his head in confusion, but repeated what he heard. I'm too short to taste the hay. No, 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 whispered Aveline. Say, my heart lives. Mickle cut in. For adventures. Ronan tisked. Not adventures. With your name. Merkin scratched his ear and announced, My art lives on fences with your name. Minar was understandably puzzled. Merkin, have you bumped your head or something? What are you talking about? Who should happen by the children at this point but Delia and Abigail? the English mouse sisters who had a habit of repeating each other's sentences. They said in turn, You're playing seek an eyed? Seek an eyed, is it? Merkin was relieved to have heard his new instructions perfectly and declared, You're playing seek and hide. Seek and hide, is it? Minna replied, No, Merkin, I'm having a bath. Ronan looked toward the mouse sisters, not wanting to explain why they were all behind the black currants, and whispered, You have to depart. Please say you will. Merkin repeated what he heard, only this time 
the mix-up of words worked in his favor. You have my heart. Please say you will. Say I will what? asked Minner nervously. Merkin remained silent. Moments later, Minner appeared around the corner of her cottage, wearing a purple dress with a yellow towel wrapped around her head. Merkin, what do you really want to ask me? Merkin scrunched his eyes closed and grasped his whiskers in a panic. He could not speak. Ronan whispered, Now is the time. Merkin stood straight-backed, looked at Minner and asked, Do you have the time? Hall present chuckled. The children and Mouse sisters came out of hiding and ran to the mice. Violet flew directly up to Merkin. You do not need to know the time. Ronan was saying, now is the time. Taking a hold his tail, the nervous mouse once again bent down on one knee in front of Minar. You do have my heart. Please say you will. Will what, Merkin? asked Minar sweetly. Marry me, replied Merkin. Please, Minar. Say you will. Minner beamed. Yes, Merkin, I will. I thought you'd never ask. Una said, You simply must have the wedding on the hill of Kushtin. We can see to it all, right, me brothers and sisters? A mouse wedding done fairy style. Merkin gasped. That would be wonderful. But what if I forget what I'm supposed to say at the ceremony? Don't be worrying about that, Merkin, said Paulette. Lightheartedly, we can coach you from the side. Ah, so did you like that? I liked it. I had a good listen, and I like her story. It's good. So, uh, what Mary did was she wrote stories. I didn't count them, but it's about ten of them, and she's published them in Away with the Fairies Part Two or Book Two. And what it is is that it's a printed book with illustrations from her daughter. Skilled artists, I tell you, they're full of creativity, that family. And uh, little musical interludes, which I think is played by a part of the family. I think Mary's hubby. And what you do, you can read along with the story, but you also get the CD, of course, with uh, these recorded stories. So, if you're interested in finding out more, what you do is visit www dot marymurphy dot ca that's ca for canada and you go to her published books section and in the children's book section you'll find away with the fairies book too where you can buy it if you want but sure there's no pressure so to leave a question or feedback for this episode and i'm sure mary would be happy to respond if you had questions for her go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast five two bite-sized irish gaelic lets you make a real connection with your irish heritage by learning to speak the irish language in bite-sized portions take a no obligations free trial of the entire program at www.bitesize.irish slash try Thanks to Tukumo for their music which you hear on this episode under a Creative Commons license. Until the next episode, Slán Gafoil. Bye for now. <laughs>